Blog Talk Radio. Up, 
All right. Cool. It's an cool. iPhone, so you know, on an oh. iPhone you can multitask. Oh, so you're trying to say that my uh, Android? <laughs> I can't do that on my Android. And you're probably right because it's been many times I've done some things and I'm like, wow. But anyway, um, we're gonna talk about travel. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That. Uh, we're gonna talk about picking the right team and the right colors for your organization. I think that is crucial uh, in the marketing of your team. Uh, the awareness of your brand, I guess that would be called your, your geographical brand. location. Your geographical location ties in with the colors and the theme of your team. Um, and what else are we going to talk about? Sponsors. Oh, oh the sponsor partnerships. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you're, you're locking down a few things with the GFA, and we're in that in towards the end. Okay. okay? And we'll talk about that. But uh, you know what? Let's talk about the hot topic, you know what I'm saying? Topic number one. So once, once you say quarter number one, because I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> so we're going to begin today with quarter number one. Number one. All right. So uh, the topic is team names and colors. Ah, that that is my favorite, team names and colors. And, and actually, I'm going to pull up something on, on the iPad. Um, what is it? The W. Uh, let's go with the WNFC. Okay. And, 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 and talk about the team names and, and colors and things of that nature. And, again, I, I talk about this because I've been part of two iconic names. People didn't like the names at first or the first name I could throw out there, which was the Las Vegas Showgirls, uh, but it's an iconic name. Everybody's familiar with Las Vegas. They're, they're familiar with the Showgirls. We put a Z at the end uh, mm-hmm. to kind of change it up. We didn't put the sexy legs and stuff like that. We did a ball with, with the with the, the crown. Of well, the I, what I got to say about Las Vegas is it seems like all the teams have uh, something to do with Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Their names are inspired by that something that has to do, or their logo has, okay. are inspired by Vegas. Like I think about the soccer team. Did you guys know we have a professional soccer team here in Las Vegas called right. the Las Vegas Lights? Lights, yes. Lights. We got the. You have the aces. And Las Vegas aces. aces for the women's basketball. The yep. NBA. You know that's blackjack. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, we have the the baseball team used to be the Vegas 51, for Area 51. Okay. So again, it was iconic to the area and what's going on. So. And if you do some research on the Golden Knights, um, the logo was inspired as well by. Well, you have the LV. But then the logo was also inspired, the colors and everything. They have two logos, actually. Okay. They have the one with the gold helmet. Mm-hmm. With the V in front? Yeah. And okay. then they have another one that has a sword or swords on it. And basically, if you read about the inspiration of the logos, they are Vegas-inspired, having to do with the, the mountains and the sunsets and things like that. Gotcha. So, anyway, I was just saying that usually a team will have um, – some remnants of their lo- their geographical location, where they're from. Right. Right? True that. You know what? I wasn't even live on this other thing. See? Yeah, that's okay. It's all I right. Love you we too. got you right but here. What are we talking about? And then, like I said, I was part of the lingerie football team as well. And The sin. The sin, exactly. And with that being said, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? True, true. So when it comes down to to names, well, let's talk about the team in the, in the WNFC, which was the Las Vegas Silver Stars. Okay. Because we are the Silver State, right? We're the Silver State, uh, Silver Coins, 
in old Vegas, it used to be the do- big dollars, the quarters, and the nickels. Now it's a, it's a piece of paper to come out now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, I mean, that's iconic. That's that's what you're all about, you know. Um, we have Las Vegas Silver Stars. The Surge. The Surge from, from San Diego. So you're talking about the beach. You're talking mm-hmm. about the, the waves, yep. right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about the another San Diego team, the Rebellion. You know, they want to be rebellious. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what that has to do with San Diego, but, again. It's just one of those, uh, I guess, one of those those hard names, you know what I'm saying? Right. For the team, you know, you want to be competitive. You want, you want to be intimidating, you know what I'm saying? So you usually have those names that are, like, rugged, like the Warriors, right. the Grizzlies. Right. Some kind of intimidating factor. Exactly. Image, right? I mean, actually, Coach Lee's their mascot is the Miners, right? And you think of a miner, you know, that digs for gold. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But they made it all uh, mean looking with a like the skeleton. Yeah, with the skeleton. With yeah. The, 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 the miner hat. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely it. Here we go. We got Denver Lady Bandits. Okay, that's a great name. You got the. Atlanta Phoenix. Okay. You know, she rises. Alabama Fire. You know, again, if they're in Birmingham, I always thought about something like steel because they're part of, you know, the steel industry back in, in, in Alabama, especially in the, 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 the Birmingham area. You got Houston Heat. Okay, that makes okay, sense. Because it's hot in Houston. <laughs> it's hot and lucky in Houston. So, yes, it is. Yeah, boy. Uh, Seattle Majestic. Hmm. Yeah, it's a nice sounding name. Well, it's the majestic town. Okay. You know, what makes it majestic? The big stratosphere thing out there. Okay. I, 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 I don't know, know nothing about, about Seattle. I'm not like from Seattle, so you know it doesn't. It, you know, what about the Los Angeles Bobcats? Hmm. We from LA. Do you recall seeing any? Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, there's yeah. Bobcats in in the mountainous areas. Okay. All right. I, Ooh, yeah, there's mountainous areas in, in in L.A. County, I guess you could say, outside of the city. Yeah, within the city. No, just outside of the city. Okay. You know, like even going into the the valleys, you know, you have those. Those mountains. Yeah, those mountains. People hike and they see bobcats. Well, I'm, I'm a brother. I never <laughs> hiked with a stick where there's wild animals. A stick ain't good enough. So with that being said, I move on. You got the New Orleans hippies. Uh, we had their owner on the show about four weeks ago, and I didn't really get a chance to talk about the hippie aspect. But, okay. But I'm wondering if that's about the party. What's the logo look like? Well, the logo is Can you enlarge that? kind of a... Oh, it's a... It's like a... Hmm. What's the... Nightmare dream catcher. catcher. Dream catcher. There nightmare we go. Catcher. <laughs> Same thing. Nightmare catcher. Dream <laughs> catcher. You call it, you know, hey, Utah Falcon. You know, they're a great team, but are there Falcons in Utah? Obviously. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. And then you got the Texas Elite Spartans. Again, another battle-type, you know, shield like the they Vegas Knights. They had to Knights. throw in the Elite part in there. Okay. But I'm just saying, you know, does it flow with the name and does it flow with the territory? Texas Elite Spartans. I think it's a little wordy. In my opinion, okay. Why couldn't they just been the Spartans? But I guess that's what sets them apart. They're the, the elite. elite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Hey, you know what? It, 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 it name is everything. You know, name is everything. Is that the Puma? Yeah, that was the North Florida Puma. Okay. And that's a pretty logo. I mean, see how, see how I say it's pretty. It is a nice logo. Yeah. It's a feminine logo. Yeah, it definitely. It definitely <laughs> determines that it is a female. Feline. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's just in that league. Let me let me move over to another league and put in. Uh, let's go WFA. Uh, let's see what happens there. Women's mm-hmm. football line. Again, we're just talking about teams. We haven't even talked about the colors. We, I'm going to leave that to you because you you definitely have talked about some things when we do Premier 7 football, and we got a couple of sample uniforms that I'll, I'll bring on board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, great. so that we can show, showcase that. That were part of the color scheme that I had came up. Not that they're very unique or anything, but I tried to um, do fun colors to set us apart, you know, from other professional teams and things like that. But you want to recognize, I mean – in this day and age, there's no such thing as girl colors anymore. Or no, I didn't colors. say girl colors. I'm just saying color schemes just to be different. Right, right. I'm just talking about I grew up in the 70s and 80s where you were a certain color. It represented gender. What's going on with that? With what? <laughs> we getting fancy over there. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody on GFA. Hey, everybody on Facebook Live. What's happening? What's happening? Yes. You know what? Oh, is that my man Tim talking about he wants the Albuquerque Wills? Oh, is that something you just made up? The Albuquerque Widows? They must got some mad, black widows? mad fighters out there, right? Why don't you just say black widows? Well, because that's typically... Is that what you're even talking about? That's what I'm wondering. Well, Are we, we even talking about the fighters? We're talking about the fighters. No, what are you talking about? Women that, uh, that, that, that killed their husbands, right? Right. So... Again, oh, let me go to teams real quick. Teams, teams, here we go. Again, sorry about my slowness here, but I am working with a, uh iPad that I am not familiar with for some reason. Because he's an Android user. <laughs> oh, that's right. It, it's an Apple. No wonder. No and you wonder. got it upside down. <laughs> let me turn it up. Turn it up then. Maybe that's the problem. But nah, me and me and Apple don't go well together. It is so slow to me. Oh, there we go. It's not the Apple, it's the dang internet. We got so many devices going on. We got the kids that are on the devices yeah. upstairs. True, true, Trust true. me. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if on your end it's all fuzzy and Right. And messed up. <laughs> Here we go. We got uh Team iPhone, yes, Alex. <laughs> Nah, I ain't feeling the team iPhone. But anyway, let's get on the Wait, team. Wait, what team. is this? The Aidersville Tigers? Hmm. Is that a women's team? Or is that a team name that you uh, are thinking about starting? Yeah, definitely that. You know, we got a lot of people over here. Michelle jumped on. Clay Roberts jumped on. That's my that's my uncle. My, my great uncle jumped on here. I haven't talked to him in a while. What's up, Uncle? I'm glad to see you on here. Uh, we just became Facebook friends. All right, here we go. Okay, there we go. We got some some more. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Okay. The DC Divas. Their colors are just like the Washington Redskins, but they're the DC Divas. That's probably been one of my favorite teams of all time. I just love how it flows. DC Divas. What's that? Right here. Okay. Okay. Then we got the Cali Warriors. Okay. Um, who else we got here? They're based out of LA. Yeah, they're based out of Los Angeles. They've been based up and down the coast of California, from Fresno down to to um, 
to other places, uh, California on two occasions. We got the Seattle Spartans, another Spartans team. I want to ask you, so why Tigers, Alex? Is there something about where you are that, like, makes you want to be a Tiger? Or is that like uh Well, she didn't. Oh, she's in Atlanta. I was about to say, she's in, <laughs> she's in Alabama. Is it um, like the Auburn Tigers? You know, maybe your alma mater or something. She just said all the teams in the town here are called like Tigers and and, and cats. Oh, okay. Those are the team names of the girls, I guess. No, no, no. The high schools. Oh, the high school. Yeah, right. yeah. So. They can't really have one high school with the Tigers. They can't all have Listen, the same. We don't, make, we, don't, we don't make up the mascot Please. for the school. We just go by what's in the area. I was just trying to clarify what she meant, right? What? Okay, here we go. The <laughs> Mile High Blade. I like that because it's like the Denver Broncos. It's a, a, a Mustang. Blade? So I wouldn't think of a Mustang when I think of, hear the name Blaze. I would think like, of like. Blazing Saddle? You ever I would think of like fire, like a flame. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, if you look at the, the logo, it, the, the 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 hair on top of the horse is like a flame. Okay. What about yeah, the Austin Outlaw? Okay. Texas, you know what I'm saying? Western. That kind of goes together. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I like that. What about the Houston Energy? Outlaws. Hmm, look at that logo. Hmm, it's a little suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> They've been around for 20 years, so their logo hasn't changed. They need to update that. Yeah, the logo needs probably to, to update a little bit. But, you know, my boy runs the Houston Energy. Uh, I, I love their H and then got the energy around it. Uh, and that's based off of, like, NASA. And the logos, too, make, make the team as well. Not just the name, but if you can come up with something to really make that team name stand out. Right, the logo pop. What about the Minnesota Vixen? That's a thing. Yeah, it's kind of a... It's definitely a girly name. Right, and it's a fox, you know. So they're they doing their thing over here with the fox. I like the logo, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. The St. Louis Slam. The tail looks like a, a flame. Okay. You got the St. Louis Slam. Yeah, you yeah you you on that? Uh, Baltimore Nighthawks. Uh, that'd be similar to the Baltimore Ravens, the professional team out there. You got the Cleveland Fusion. Is nice. You got the Columbus Comet. Maybe you can see the stars Maybe a lot better in Columbus. Ohio, yeah, probably. Okay. Flatland. What about the Detroit Dark Angels? The Dark Angels. Like a vampire-ish type of... See, now these are where they're starting to get a little more original with their names. Right, and I think that women's football teams need to be... I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about the girls' teams. I right. feel like they should have something that stands out that's more... I wouldn't say girly, but girly. You know what I'm saying? But not girly, but girly. Yeah. Like she wrote type of thing. Yeah. Images. Okay, what about the uh, Jacksonville Dixie Blues? How'd that sound? Dixie Blues from Jacksonville? I would have never thunk it. That sounds like a, like a New Orleans thing. Yeah, too, that's right? a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Yeah, to me too. I mean, I, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying, you know, geographical location, the name of the organization. I don't even like the logo. It is, it's got a, it's got like a, a music sign. Right, but you see the football inside the music sign? Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's original. What about the Miami Fury? Fury? Got you. The New York Wolves. Basic. 
Okay. Pittsburgh Passion. That's got to be one of the best flowing names. Best flowing names is Pittsburgh Passion. Yeah, I guess that's another thing is if your name, when you say your city, and then your name would be like the same letter right. afterwards to make it sound catchy. Well, that's like I hear in, in Vegas. All the high school names kind of match. So Bonanza, Bengals, Sunrise, Mountain, Miners, Mountain, Miners. Oh, okay, got, got you. it. <laughs> um, yes. What about Tampa Bay Inferno? Like, they on fire. That sounds good. Okay. And that logo goes with the name. Got you. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of names here. I mean, they got the Houston Power. One, you got the Houston Energy. Now you got the Houston Power. So they kind of play off each other. And I think they're rivals, Energy and Power. Here's one, Nevada Storm. Okay. Nevada Storm. We got the Oregon Hawks, Phoenix Phantoms. Alex said the Aderville theme for my team name because they have a lot of factories. That makes sense. Right, right, right. That actually team. sounds good. That's what I'm saying. Like in Birmingham, that would be a hot name for Birmingham because it's steel mills all up and down, you know, that state. And I would just probably call them steel. <laughs> that would be good. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, again, you got the Utah Blitz. You got Ventura Wolfpack. You know, again. Yeah. Yeah, we got another Phoenix Carolina. The Daytona Phoenix. Wave Runners. Daytona? That sounds like a surf team. Is that Daytona Beach? Yeah, I would guess. Okay. The Wave Runners. Where do you see them at? Right there. Yeah. And then they have like a little motorboat or a little. <laughs> the, the Wave Runners. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got the Grand Rapids Tidal Waves in Michigan. They have Tidal Waves in Michigan in the lake? I don't know about Tidal Waves. Okay. So maybe it's a place that they go surfing? I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing Possibly. out names. Okay, you got the New York Knockout. Okay, what's up with the Savages? Where do you see that at? Right here. What is this logo? Capital C oh, Savage. I couldn't tell when it was shrunken. It's just some crazy, funky font. So, no, it's some fingers. Yeah, it's got claws coming to the wall, but so with the font, it looked, it was weird. You got the Connecticut Hawks. I think they could have worked on that Hawks. <laughs> it looks more. I compare it. Okay, again. I am not here to, to knock what people have done. You see my logo, you probably laugh at that when we first started, too. So, you know what? I, I can't knock. We don't even have, like, our logo is just text. Oh, you're talking GFA? We don't even have an image. Right, because we're trying to be national. We're trying to be the word of Girls Football Association. It's official. Yeah. I always like this one, Orlando, Anarchy, you know. A, young, a lady with the mohawk, green mohawk at that. Got it. Again, you got the Richmond Black Widows right here. So they, they use the actual Black Widows. Okay. Um, and what else? I, I, again, I'm just going through. And it, But do you notice something with the women teams? The color schemes are pretty much in the purplish. Purple, green, blue. Red. I mean, they're basic colors, really. But right. the way they put it together makes it look really cool. Right. Well, that's nice. That's your color right there. With the Rocky Mountains. The Colombian blue. Colombian blue. And Have you guys yeah. heard of Colombian blue? Not Colombian. Columbia. Oh, Columbia. Columbia blue. Yeah, that's powder blue, light blue. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Powder. I never heard of it. Powder blue. Before. Don't be knocking my high school, powder blue and Maybe black. Carolina blue. Carolina blue, too, is what it's called. It's the same thing, right? Maybe you that's guys, what he meant, really. Who? 
Carolina blue just because North Carolina wears the color. Got you know, but the color make make the team. You know, is black really an intimidating color on the football field? Or can can you legitimately wear pink and kick butt? You know, um, who else on here? We got the Sin City Trojans. Again, they have a Trojan head, like a USC Trojan. Sin City, of course, being Las Vegas. Uh, so again, representing the city, representing your town, representing your your state or your geographical region is what it's all about. Um, there's a new league out there. Let me let me see if I recall if I can pull them up. Uh, what is that called? W L A C, I think. I know they just had a draft. I kind of told pull up these color schemes on this iPad so that I could show it to everybody, but. Mm. I have it on my computer, but I can't really pull it up because you guys are, we're on live. Well, we're on live and we're on some kind of funky thing on the other station. We've got some retro thing going on. on. If you go to Girls Football Association, we're doing live there as well. Yes. And it's kind of like a funky filter that he has on it right now. By, by accident. Oh, if you just want to entertain yourself, <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Leave me alone. Um, Leave me alone. Here we go. Last thing. Let me see if I can get this in there. So anyways, about the colors. Yeah, so, I, you know, I mean, I think about colors that are fun, like turquoise and purple and coral. Of course, mixed with black or silver as, as the main color, I mean, as the accent colors. Um, but we have some co- uniforms. Grab those for me. Okay, okay, let me jump off. I was looking um, for the other league, but it's not on that. There was about 18 color schemes that I came up with for the Premier 7 leagues that, you know, because we want to be able to have uniforms that everybody um, looks they're basically the same. They look the same with different colors. They'll all just be different colors based on your team colors. And you can choose your team name and you can choose your team color. That's up to the league directors to do that. Right. Um, but anyway, this is the purple and black. I actually liked it in the purple and black. So this was actually one of the color schemes that I added. Um, and then they made samples. This is um, basically like the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So you have your green and your navy. That's what that is. It's not black, it's navy. Right, right. I wanted more of a lime green, but this is what they came up with on the uh, color. And then, and then your coral. My coral and gray. You like that? I mean, I guess you could say orange, but it's more. No, it's coral. It's not orange. You know. So tell me if you like that. Give me a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. But again, color coordinating. But I have like, you know, like the hornet color. I have the turquoise or the aqua and purple. Um, I have the dealer colors, yellow and black, black and yellow, black, black and yellow. yellow, black and yellow. Um, you have any brown in your in your, your color coordination? I have um, more like USC colors, so I have burgundy and gold. Okay. But more like old gold, not like the yellow gold. Got you. Um, gee, gee, gee. I mean, I, I wish I could pull it up. I guess I could because you guys could still see me. But I have green and white, blue and white with black accents, hot pink and burgundy. Ooh. That's different, right? That's different, yeah. You, you have seen that color combination in the football and then I have the navy and powder blue, the red and white, navy and, oh, you guys just saw that one. Right. Aqua and charcoal. So that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as this, there's about. You came up with 18, 18 different colors. 18 different combinations. But, again, that's part of the sports world is 
having a, a, a great name to, to identify your geographical location or city. And your logo to match. Logo to match, as well as colors. Yes. Color scheme got to be on point because people want to buy. People want to buy your, your items, you know what I'm saying? So right. with that being said, you got to tie it all together. You know? That's the spirit, you know, it's the color scheme. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the team. For show, for show. Who's this? Wow, man. <laughs> Good Lord. Somebody send me stuff on the, on this thing. Anyway, let's get you out of my out of my life right now. <laughs> All right, so anyway. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to quarter number two. So what is next on the agenda? Whatever you want it to be on the agenda. No, you had something specific. Oh, I had a lot of things. A lot of travel, things. that's what his You want to go about travel? We're going to talk about travel then because that, that is another big part of it. If you're a traveling team, if you are a a local team, if you, you know, a national team, you got to incorporate what your travel is going to be. And, 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 and in my eyes, you know, a, a couple owners looked up to me because I went ahead and bought a bus. Um years ago. I still have a bus. It's sitting somewhere in Las Vegas, but I still have a bus. Um, you know, the reason why I purchased the bus is because it was costing us 3500 to 5000 bucks to do round trip. Um, and I just saw some deals out there. I found a bus that was like seventeen grand, but I offered them 7500 and I got it. You know, I offered them cash. I right place at the right time. But why did I get the bus was the fact of safety. We used to rent vans and we'd get or, or minivans and we'd rent four or five of them. Actually eight of them at one point in time. And then we had people driving. Mm-hmm. The more people that were driving, the more unsafe it was because I'd never ridden in the car with these people. I don't know how well they drive. Well depending on how often your team travels, investing in a bus would might be cost effective over the long run. Right. Because, you know, you think about Chartering a bus? Have you tried chartering a bus? I mean, dang, that is heck of expensive. Well, I said pay for gas, mileage, or whatever. You pay for mileage, and you pay for the drivers. Right. You know, you probably have to pay for some type of insurance or something. No, you, no, no. You, you don't pay for insurance. That's up to the. the oh, you got to get a room for the driver. You got to get a room for the driver, and you can't do turnaround trips unless they get ten hours off the road. So, part of me, I drove. I love driving. So, hey. I didn't have a CDL to drive, but I drove that bad boy. And I could see with the women's teams, they're far and few. You know, it's not like there there's several teams that are local that they all play each other. They do have to travel quite a bit. Definitely. You know, and I'm but I'm hoping the girls will have a better experience and we will have play for them in their local. Well, no, area. the girls, youth girls will be playing locally, but they will travel to tournaments, and it'll be up to the coach to charter a bus, uh, rent vans uh, to get them to where they got to get to. But my whole thing was about safety, you know, and then cost efficiency. I can, I got my bus for 7500 I took two trips. It paid for itself. I had it for five years. We averaged about five to six road trips a, a year. So it paid for itself, okay? Mm-hmm. Insurance wasn't that much because we did it as an RV uh, conversion. conversion. That was another trick. You got to know the tricks of the trade. That's why I'm on the show with Four Quarters of Coast because I'm going to give you, 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 you. The tips. The tips, right? So um, you can always just hire a driver. Mm-hmm. If you need a CDL driver, you'll probably pay about $200, $250 for them to do round trip. You pay for a room, but you still have the, the 
bus. Uh, I would put $500 in there or 100 gallons of gas, of, of diesel fuel, mm-hmm. and we, we average about seven and a half to eight and a half miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. So I knew I can go 800 miles on 100 gallons without without no failure. Yeah, and I would say if you if, if you plan on traveling by plane quite a bit or even hotel, having to have hotel space, that you should invest in a travel club Yeah. so you can get the best deals. You know what I'm saying? You can get those volume discounts, and you can get the best deals. I've seen, like, you can do condos, just like the Airbnbs. Everybody's Airbnb these days, right? right? So I've seen, you know, travel sites that you could get a condo for a week for about 25 to $30 a day. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you of course, rent it out for that length of time. But mm-hmm. still, you know, if you look at, you know, how many people are going, you know, put maybe four to a room, or depending on if it's a two-bedroom condo, maybe you could have more, you know, people in a... Yeah, but when you're talking about you got 25 or 35 people, you know, one condo ain't going to get it. No, not one condo, but I'm just saying there's deals like that through travel memberships, and you can find them. Right, right. You know, whether it could be timeshare. True. You know what I'm saying? Or you can just link up with a hotel that have a hotel in your city, and then kind of make work out a deal that you would utilize... Well, I'll yeah. say, if you guys come to Vegas, hit us up. Oh, yeah. If you come to Vegas, we got some hookups on H- Hit us up for rooms here if you're coming to Vegas. Right. But we're, everybody's not from Vegas and they're not coming no, to Vegas. No, everybody's not coming to Vegas, but if you're part of the girls' football world, you will come to Vegas at some point. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. For some all-star games, some tournaments, some championships, championships, whatever, you know. You're right. You're right. You're definitely right on that. Conferences. Well, what I was trying to just be generic on for people in different yeah, situations to to tie into a local hotel. What what do they call the Holiday Express or the the uh, I don't want to say motel switch. That's man, but all you do is sleep when you get there right. anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? Um, but again, if you link up with that, they will give you discounts as you go around. And most of the times, you put three to four to a room. Mm-hmm. So even if a room costs 100 bucks for that night, you're still splitting $25. Right. You know, so it's not very expensive. It's just you got to find the right deal for the right amount of rooms. Right. I know we average at least 12 rooms per stay. That was part of the reason why I got the bus, because that's $800 to 1000 bucks that we can save. We can just get back on the bus, shower at the school, turn back around and come back, you know. Um, do we have access to Airbnbs? I mean, no Nothing like on a personal hookup. Nah. No, we 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 will look it up. But like here in Vegas, we got mini mansions and stuff like that that can sleep at least 12, 14 people. Uh, that can be conducive to a team coming in town. Uh, those things you want to look into when you go through these other towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, a house is just as good. Everybody bringing sleeping bags. Well, it's bag. cheaper if you have more people to get a house. Right, and these people just find a place on the floor. Hi, Marco. How you doing? Thanks for joining. Yeah, Marcus Hill's in the house. What's up, buddy? Thank you for that win. Yeah, I I, I love that. I, I I rub it in my daughter's face every day. Uh, that was a Spring Valley over. Oh, okay. <laughs> over Bonanza. <laughs> but anyway, he got the banner back, and that's great. Um, but, but anyway, if you have questions about travel, you can always message me later. Message me later about the travel because I might have some some great um hookups for you on. See, Alex, you talking about the bus was dope. I told you, that bus was dope. I put my own sound system in there. I don't know, Alex, you didn't go on it the last time after he had put the TVs in it. 
No, she was no. She put TVs in it and, you know. Surround sound, video games. We was doing our thing. She hooked up plugs so you can charge your phone. Yes. So everybody was happy and loving it because everybody can charge their phones up, you know what I'm saying? But that was just some extra stuff that I did. It was an older bus. It was an 82 MCI 9. It still is an 82. And it's still an 82. (laughs) That bus is almost, what, 40 years old? Oh, wow, yeah. Wow! I didn't realize that. Man, almost a 40-year-old bus, but it's still running. It can outrun anything out there on the streets today. Today, it outrun everybody. You know what I'm saying? But, again, there's deals out there. So if you're an owner of a team or an owner of an organization, you might want to look into an older model bus. I mean, those things get a million miles, uh, you know, before you have to change out the engine. Mm-hmm. So, again, they're definitely high-motivated high, high, high motors. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't had much repair. I think I probably spent maybe about 1500 But on But, on, you know, on the um – on the other end, I mean, if you have to get vans, you can get vans too. Right. You know, well, people be- don't realize with the van what the cost is. You know, it might cost you two hundred fifty bucks per van, but you got to realize gas you put in, and then the gas you put back in when you turn it in, mm-hmm. and that's another extra hundred to to two hundred dollars. That's not not as much gas as you're going to put into a bus. I spent five hundred bucks, and I'm carrying forty people. Divide that. You know, so. I mean, it's definitely more cost-effective to do the bus. And it's comfortable, too. People can walk But it's around. not always practical. No, it's not always practical. You're so, right. you know, if you're not doing it as often, then you can look into the van rental, right? Yeah. Or you can also do this. this is another good thing, another tip. School districts. School districts have bus sales every year. They can have a bus in their, in their fleet that's over 10 years old. Okay. So they sell them for pennies on the dollar. I probably anywhere from $500 to about $3,500, and you can pimp your ride out with the school bus. Most of the school buses, and depending on what area, have air conditioning, and they have heat. I'm sorry, I'm moving the microphone. Don't worry about it, but that was something that we looked into at first, was trying to get a school bus, and then we're going to paint it and do all our things and, and pimp it out and do those things. But that's something to look into if you're an owner of a team. Look into a school bus. Um, again, the bus won't be no older than 10 years of age. Gotcha. You know, so it's low maintenance. Believe it or not, these buses are low maintenance. Get some tires and you're good. Get ruffles. As long as it's got a bathroom in the back. Right? Oh, well, a school bus ain't going to have a bathroom. <laughs> I, had, I had a coach bus. Yeah, coach so, bus. So we was able to nonstop, hey, hit the bathroom, let's go. I'm, hey, I'm 6, 10, 12 hours on the road. No joke. All I needed was my cookies and milk, and I was good. Ask Coach Bay. But right? you do, you know, if it's a long ride, make sure you have several drivers. Yes, drivers. You definitely have to have a CDL to drive a bus. Uh, my, Not as an RV conversion, though. Right. With my situation with the coach buses, people are making those into motorhomes. It's the same motorhome chassis. So the rule is this on the road. You can have it as a coach, I mean, not coach bus, but an RV conversion, but you can't have more than 16 people on the bus to drive with a regular license. How do I know? Because I did the research. But you, the, the, the PH, what's that, PH? PCH, not PCH, that's the street. <laughs> the highway patrol, mm-hmm. they don't know the rules. So when I pulled out my, I got pulled over for speeding, uh, I pulled out my, my my registration, and it showed RV conversion. They didn't know what that was. So he didn't question how many people I had on the bus. And it was yeah, well, well, Coach Lee would drive his own bus and take his own chance. But he did have some 
um, commercial drivers on, on the team. Yeah, I did. Coincidentally, so. Yeah, so we all took turns. <laughs> they <on>. took turns. <laughs> Definitely that. But, you know, it, again, you got to know the rules of the road, and you got to. Yvette, what's up? Oh, is that Yvette? Yeah. Her daughter's out there playing flag football with me. Awesome. Yeah, totally. she's lifting weights. Yes. Up at the mountain. On the mountain. <laughs> get busy, get ready. Ooh, ooh. Thanks for joining us. Definitely that. Uh, so, again, transportation is a, is a big cost when you put it in your budget. Uh, how classy you want to be is up to you. How safe you want to be was my reason for purchasing the bus. Well, let's talk about the team travel, if they are if they have to fly or if they have to drive a long, long distance. Like, wh- how can the team all pitch in? So, basically, either each player will have to buy their ticket, buy their own ticket, or you have to fundraise as a team. I've, I've made how many airplane trips with my team? I did three. And we, we cut it off at 30, 30 women who traveled and then five coaches. And we spent about $10,000 just in flight, okay, to go to Dallas, Texas. And we went to mm-hmm. Houston and we went to St. Louis. Those were the three three flights. Right. Um, and then you talk about you still got to rent vans for the weekend to travel once yes, you get in once town. Yes, you get there. You still got to have a hotel. So it's pretty expensive. It's it's pretty expensive when you when you do those things. Yeah, if you do the vans, you could do the vans. I mean, you know, or you could just Uber. Because I mean, when I went on a company trip, everybody just Ubered. And I mean, we had like a gang of agents, and everybody just Ubered everywhere we had to go. Well, not everybody, but let's just say if you didn't stay in the hotel, right. you stayed at other hotels, or maybe there was something going on outside of the. You would just Uber, and they actually have you have you depending on how many passengers you have. You can do group. Yeah, you could do some group Ubers. I got you. I'm not I'm not familiar with Uber. Okay, it's part of transportation. They so call me Uber because everybody comes to town. I do auto driving, so I'm a Uber. Right, <laughs> not used to Uber, but yeah, that is the way. I mean, like I said, when we went to oh, we went to to San not San no San Antonio, the Austin Outlaws. We played them in the playoff game. I wind up renting two two vans, and other people, they went ahead and drove. Okay. I mean, not drove. They flew on their own dime. And, you know, once we got there, we utilized the van to transport everybody. Mm-hmm. So we, we had to get vans anyway. Right. And we had some, some young ladies who couldn't afford to fly. So me being the head coach and the owner decided to rent two vans, and everybody jumped in, and everybody pitched in driving on the way, and I drove all the way back. And look, here in Vegas um, at the airport, you know, if you look up Enterprise, Avis, they all have vans as well, right? Usually their selection is very limited, so if you don't book in advance, you may be asked out. But there's also companies that all they do is is rent vans. Well, at least in our town. Yeah, in our town. I'm just letting you know there is a company. So maybe you could look that up in your town as well, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that all they do is rent vans, and it's cheaper. Yeah, it is, because that's all they do is rent vans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're in a tourist town, you can it's find It's not going to be your luxury minivan. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your industrial, all-white, all white <laughs> cargo-looking van. Yeah. But you could get your 12-passenger, 15-passenger. Definitely that, definitely that. So, again, you know, I think we did a good job on some travel tips, how to, to conform, how to, to allow the team to be able to travel safe at an affordable price. Uh, here and there, so that was that was cool. So let's go ahead and move to quarter number three. Three. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So number three, let's talk about. Man, I'm having a fifty moment right Sponsors? now. Sponsors? Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, I don't look like I'm almost fifty. I look about twenty eight, twenty nine. Today, because we had to cut off all that. Oh, I cut off my beard. Thank you for my barber. I, <laughs> I shout out to my barber, Carla Williams, my barber who shaved me up and cleaned me up. I look good. Thank you very much. Jack of all trades. Yes, you are. Oh my God, that's why you my co-host, my co-pilot. You know, my co-driver. Got me blushing over here. I'm are sweating you? already. <laughs> <laughs> Now drink the water in. I like when I make you blush. All right. Um, sponsors. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at my phone. It doesn't have anything on it. Sponsorship and, and, and co-branding. Okay. Let's talk about that. Because people are wondering, how do we do the things of you? You right. Anyway, um, how do you go about creating partnership, because that's something that you've been doing with the GFA. So let's talk about how, how do you go about creating partnerships? Yeah, how do you create that? First of all, you got to know what you need, what you want. Okay. Okay, and then you have to find companies that basically have the same target market. I always go to say that target market, that's a marketing thing. You know right. what I mean? Okay. It's very, very important. Because you got your MBA. I have right? my MBA in marketing. There you go. So that's why this is the topic, folks. This is the topic. So How do you get it done? Sponsorship just boils down to marketing, and it's really marketing for them. Okay, so you want to find companies that would be attracted to your audience, okay. attracted to the same people that you're also trying to attract, for one. What is the benefit? Could they use your their product? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only reason why a business will even want to get involved in the first place, is that they see a benefit for their, you know, for their bottom line. So um, GSA, we've already introduced, no, no secret, Power Plus mouth guards. Obviously, mouth guards is very important to the safety in the game of football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have another company called Unequal, which is um, protective gear. They do all kinds of protective gear, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. They, it's actually the same material that they use for bullet pl- bulletproof desks. So their products are actually used by the military and things like that. But they've actually found a use for it in sports, all kinds of sports, any, ty- any type of sport that's contact. So we found a headband that was created for soccer players because they use their head, right, when they play. Well, we have talked about the soft shell helmet as being part of the girls' football gear, mm-hmm. more for protection and safety. It hasn't really been implemented in any market so far. Right. But we just found that, and I know here in Vegas that they don't allow the soft shell helmets. Right. They don't allow no, yeah, no, no helmets. That's against the the, poly, the rules of the game. Right. So we found these headbands that are made out of this material. So it's extra padding in the headband, but it also reduces the impact for head injury. Right. So that in connection with the mouth guard. So I'm going into the product, which is not what we want to talk yeah, about. But it's the reason why we sought them out. Okay. Okay, and, and vice versa. They find that it is a benefit to them because our target is girls' football, which is a new sport for them. 
because mm-hmm. they've been generally targeting just boys' football. Right, so we opened up a new market. So we're opening up a whole new market, you know. But we've talked about doing feminine products, you know, like your always, your secret, you know, the things that pertain to girls and women. And I actually do my research to see if those companies actually support organizations like us or, or sports teams, you know what I'm saying? So if they already do, then it's easier to approach them. Right. But if it's something brand new, maybe you may have to plant that creative seed in the business to show them how they can benefit. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I've got, you know, 5,000 girls, you know, yada, 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 the local thing, you know, maybe it's an orthodontist. I think of orthodontists because they do a lot of sponsoring yeah, locally. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see, as a matter of fact, my my son, I had posted a picture on Facebook of him and his Kona ice cup. It said Truman Orthodontics on the cup, but on the other side it said Kona ice, so that was their sponsor, right? Right. So that's really what it is, is just so that they can give visibility to your customers. You know, you already know how logos work in the sports world. They usually put them on their clothes or on the field somewhere, on right. a banner or something. Um but generally, you just sometimes just have to ask. They're not going to approach you. Right. You know, you have to go seeking them. With, 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 with what, though? I mean, here I am. I'm knocking on the door. Hey, I need, I need You need I to need. find out, first of all, who's the person who can make that decision. And usually you might start with somebody in marketing because marketing is the ones that deal with that type of a branding. Um, and then there's also, if you're a nonprofit, uh, organization like GFA, you can also look at whatever um, charitable arm that they have. If they have a charitable arm, mm-hmm. that you can reach out to them because sometimes through them that you can get support. But you start off with either a letter or a conversation. Okay. Um, Dion's done a really good job on LinkedIn of just connecting with people who look like they would have synergy with GFA. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we were raising money for the Bengals, the Bonanza Bengals, I mean, we were just hitting up all the businesses in the community. Right. You know what all I'm saying? That, that was interested in having visibility on the corner of where the school was. I mean, that was the benefit for them. Hey, for 500 bucks for the whole season of football, you'll have visibility on the street where 21,000 cars pass every day. Yeah. I mean, those are the kind of things that marketing terms that you would use to get people, uh, the sponsors or the businesses' attention. Okay. Because they want to know how many people are going to see me. Right. You know, if you have an event and you want to do a grab bag, you know, your businesses, they may not want to come physically, mm-hmm. but they might want to put some flyers or something in a grab bag, you know, and you could charge for that. Right. And that's and that leading up to our partnership with the Las Vegas Raiders right. of the NFL. You know, they're looking to promote their team. They're looking for a new market. They're looking for a new fan base. So what better way? Then to bring that product to what five thousand girls who participate in flag football in this town, and we be the arm, the female arm of the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, there's uh, Uncle Mitch. Oh, what's up, Uncle Mitch? What's up, Maine? I'm glad you joined. You know what I'm saying? This is for Coach Cody and Carla. We do what we do. 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 You know what I'm saying? And but that partnership. You know what I'm saying? How could an organization like GFA partner up with an You NFL. know, it, it doesn't always work out in your favor. I mean, all you can, like I said, all you can do is ask. And if it doesn't happen the first time, you just keep asking, you know, because eventually they'll be like, hey, you, you keep coming around. You know what I'm saying? I'll be bugging. I'll be calling. Invite them to an event. 
definitely that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes seeing is believing. And, and, and that's what it was with the Raiders, uh, how, I, how I got GFA involved, was the fact that I was a coach, head football coach, and I was just talking about this other market. You know, you guys are giving all this money to the boys. You know, boys pop one football, uh, you know, high school boys football. Did you know that there's girls football in town? No, they didn't. And when they found that out, I'm, I'm the man. I'm like, let me show you. So he came out to an event. He's like, wow, I'm loving this. It was his event. Yeah, we actually did an event. It was for the boys. It was for the boys. But so I, she invited the girls to come. I, I slid the girls in there. We had 100 girls there, and it was off the chain. And actually, the MVP of, the, of that combine was my quarterback from my school, you know. So when they, she was like the, the darling of the event. And after that, it was so we want The media support. was even darling. Yeah. We want we want to support girls football. So what we're doing on November 30th is a jamboree called Inspire. The other thing is so, to get media involved. Yeah, you got to get you media involved. You know, the sponsors love that there's going to be media involved because then they know that will broaden their audience as well. Okay. What's up, Coach Reed? What, what, what you got? You praying for a favor? Type it up. Let me see if I can answer, man. Do what you do. <laughs> so we're we going to wait on your, your prayer or your, your call. But you have to push, and you have to push hard when it comes to sponsors. And you want to bring them out. And like I said, going back to the 30th, we're doing a symposium jamboree situation. We're going to have eight teams with all three divisions. We're going to have 450 to 500 girls participating at one event mm-hmm. on one day. We want to have a coach's clinic for the flag football um, coaches, you're doing your presentation for GFA. We want to bring athletic directors. So we're bringing close to 1,000 people who we're looking at. That's not including the parents in front of an audience of the media and the Raiders, and there you go. You know, you got to create the event. you got to create the sponsor's worthiness of, of, of wanting to be behind it, and it has to be a good cause. Right now, girls' football is the cause. Getting well, girls sports play. in general usually gets – Support. Right, because everybody wants to be a part of a winner, a winner. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, be it that you're winning games or that you're winning in life, getting kids off the street. It, it's a great cause. I love it. I love it. I love Keep it. praying for us, uh, Uncle, Uncle Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we need it. We need it. We need that prayer because, you know what, we, we're pushing this thing uh, around the United States, and a lot of people are jumping on, but they're jumping on slow. Yeah, this is just, you know, this is, we're paying our dues right now. You know what I'm saying? We know it's slow to grow. I mean, we've got, looks like, seven viewers right now. I mean, that's usually, you know, you might find a couple off and on, off and on, off and on. Right. You know, there's a few loyal fans that stay on for the entire hour, uh, you know what I mean? Five minutes, <laughs> but we always replay this thing. But, again, we 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 wrapping it up a little bit. It's consistency. Is that part of being with your sponsors? Is that part of being yeah, because, with I your mean, partners? It, the thing about it is they're partnering with you because they feel that you're going to get the job done at getting their name out there. I mean, yeah. how many times have we mentioned Power Plus Mouth Guards, Power Plus Mouth Guards? Definitely. You know, every time we're on the show, we mention Power Plus Mouth Guards. Power Plus Mouth Guards, right? Unequal. And they're going to be at our symposium. We're actually giving them a speaking part for both of those companies to talk about safety. And this is to the athletic directors. We're trying to get them um, to buy into this safety equipment. Got you. Okay, as part of the girls' football thing. Definitely. Uh, Yvette asked, how many teams uh, do we have here in the CCSD system? We have 40 CCSD schools. 43. 43. Mm -hmm. And we have about seven. Eight. Pri- private schools. 
Oh, I thought you meant coming to the gym. Oh, no, no. no I'm talking about that place Black Football in town. Uh, we got Pinecrest. We got Bishop Gorman. We have Slam. Um, they have a team. Um, what's the other school that's coming out? So it, it's about 45 to 50 teams right now, high schools that have the program just here in the southern Nevada area. That's not including what should be happening up north, but because we play in the wintertime, up north doesn't play. So we're trying to work out a situation where we might be moving. Uh, that's what the GFA is all about. We're trying to get more girls involved. So how can we do that? We might have to move flag football to the fall. We might have to move flag football to the spring in order for the whole state to get involved. Mm-hmm. Okay? But that's part of our us advocating. You know, that's part of us, you guys becoming members. You know, we do this all the time because we we look at. I think I think a lot of times the the schools and the athletic directors are trying to work around the other girls' sports because they don't want one program to outshine the other. But you can't you can't work around that. Right. You know, you're just gonna have to. The, the girls are just gonna have to choose. Yeah, it's gonna be conflict. Or, or you allow kids to play multiple sports. Well, they should be able to, but if the seasons overlap, they they may not be able to. Hey, I know back in my day, my boy Charles Berry, he played baseball and ran track. You know, he, he we had a whole baseball game. He hit the ball, got on second base, they took him out, and he was running on the four-by-four four with me. Alex, what, what are you asking? How many what in Georgia? How many, oh, how many teams in Georgia? We don't know the exact number in Georgia. We just know there's seven counties right now. That oh, have, you talk about flag football. Teams. Yeah, they have flag football. So you just don't know yet where the – you know, each high Because they talked about middle school, too, so it looks like they're doing middle school and high school. Right. They're prepping the middle schools to, to feed into the high school. So they're building, and, and that's what it takes. So we can give you those counties again, you know, offline. Yeah, or on the next episode. we have some more details. But actually, they just started on the 19th with their first game. So if you Google results, girls like football in Georgia, you'll probably get all the games and all, all the teams that played on the 19th or the 20th. No, it's starting in October. No, September. September 19th was the first game. No, it's in October. It was October. It was a short. Remember, it was only like three weeks or something like well, that? They had, they had something on the 19th. Okay. It might have been a jamboree. It may have been a jamboree. And I just got word that Florida, Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are doing something with Florida. Teams. But it could have been a typo in the article that I read, too. It seemed like it was such a short season. Well, it is a short season. It's, it's, it was like three weeks. No, it was like six. No, it wasn't six. It was like October 25th to November or something. And you're like, oh, they must be like scrimmaging or something. All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll get more information for you guys on that. Uh, again, you guys can help us out by doing your thing. And again, you know what? We got to move on yes. to quarter number four because <laughs> I didn't realize time flies when you're having fun. When you That's went easy. four quarters of totally and Carl Williams, please. Yeah, we get it done. We get it done. So any announcements outside of the 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 November thirtieth uh, jamboree inspired by the Raiders? No, I think we talked about what we have going on right now so far. I mean, nothing. No, no new updates so okay. far. Okay, well, my, my update. Keep plugging along. Keep plugging, but we got to get more members. You know, the fact is, we want to push this thing, and you know, it is a great call. And you know, for me, it's a little frustrating that people don't react to somebody die, and then they want to donate. You know what I'm saying? I want to be living and see this thing grow. I don't want to be gone, and 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 then it blows up. I'm not here. Then I don't want nothing named after me because I'm gone. I want to see this from beginning to end. 
or mm-hmm. beginning to continue. You know what I'm saying? I want to leave a legacy for all these girls. So what you guys can do for us is go to, you know, girlsfootballassociation.org, join, become a member, you know, sign up your your granddaughter, your daughter, your niece. It don't have to be you. Sign up a female in your family. You don't have to be involved in it to support it. Right. You know, but even if you like what we're doing and just to get the update, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. just to follow us. Um, become a member. Become a member. I mean, that's that's key. Uh, we got some travel things. I know we want to go to the national convention, and that's in Florida. No, is it Florida? No, Washington D.C. No, Maryland. Yeah, it's in Maryland. And you know, we we want to get a booth. We want to make our presence known at the national convention of athletic directors because we know if we can get there, how much you have to raise? We need to raise five thousand dollars. We need to raise five thousand dollars in the next three weeks in order to get our booth and travel arrangements taken care of. So, again, we and this is in Maryland. It's in Maryland. So we got to get all something, our equipment. Something Harbor. National Harbor? National Harbor, yeah. And, again, we know if we can get to that convention and we're out there, you see how we talk right now. Mm-hmm. We're talking ears off of every athletic director. And by spring, every athletic director that showed up, there's probably 3,000 to 4,000 athletic directors across the country. That's going to be there. We have to be there. We got to be there. You guys got to help us get there. Yeah, membership, donations, whatever you can you can do. Yeah, so that's going to be my calling starting this week. I'm I'm going out. I'm on the campaign. You need a sponsor for the airline flights and sponsor for the hotel and sponsor for the materials, the marketing that we have to bring. Definitely. We're going to have to have some marketing. Well, we can get a sponsor or we can just get members. You know, the members is what it, what it is. It's, I mean, that's what makes us roll. That's what makes us get the word out. Yes. That's what helps us get the word out so that your your niece, your granddaughter, your daughter could be possibly getting a scholarship five to ten years from now. And it would be a well-worth investment, you know, $49 a year. That's all it takes. If she's a good athlete, the likelihood she might be rolling and get a scholarship. That's what we're pushing. So, anyway, we are rolling up. We at the eight o'clock hour. It is almost that. No, it is that time. We're past that time. Okay, BJ, we ready to go. My super duper producer, BJ, about to tell us that we out five thousand G. <laughs> I'm old, huh? <laughs> five thousand G. Are you awake? There you go.